0: you're listening to Inkspeak, where sarcasm and shenanigans meet the madness and tomfoolery of living. I'm your elf, reporting for duty, author, poet, and proclaimer of snark, Maverick Malone. Welcome back, guys. What's up? This is a special holiday episode of Inkspeak because not only will I be talking about some of your answers that you sent in when I posed a question a couple weeks back on my Instagram, about the best and worst gifts you've ever received. But I am joined by my best friend, partner in crime, and fellow Gemini soul sister, Sarah. So you what know up? it's going to be a good one. So let's just uh, give you a quick little backstory on our no, our no. friendship. <laughs> we have known each other since, what was it, technically freshman year of college, I think we met. through.
1: Okay, we're, we're not that old. <laughs> but
0: yeah, we'll go there. Through band friends, which I was not in band, but I had all of my friends freshman year were basically in, in, in band. In the, yeah, in band. And I was in band. And so. then I was just uh, by proxy was a friend <laughs> that got adopted into the group. And we loved you.
1: <laughs> and we kept you. So.
0: <laughs> but I feel like the the real magic happened many years later on a bachelorette trip.
1: Oh, we got—we'll say stuck together because we were the most chill of the of the group.
0: So our friend was getting married. So we went on her bachelorette trip, and uh, was and it Pen- Pensacola?
1: Pensacola Beach. Yes. And Maverick and I were just absolutely the most laid back of the situation, and so we, we were the outliers
0: of the group for sure.
1: We got stuck in a room together. While everyone else duked it out the entire (laughs) trip. And we were like, nah.
0: Like, it was uh, one of those, like, if you can imagine what an episode of The Real World is. It's like that, like, with a lot of drama... And a lot of drunk girls, of which you know, we were part of that too. We were at some part point. of the drunk yeah. girls,
1: except we were the chill drunk girls that were like, <laughs> "We're going to go skip in, in our room."
0: <laughs> I'm going to go read my book.
1: And we were like, "Do you want to be left the fuck alone? I do too." <laughs> okay,
0: cool. Let's be alone together. <laughs> so then, I think after that, we just we started like hanging out, being chill, being chill
1: together.
0: <laughs> and then on my bachelorette trip. <laughs> That was in gosh, what? What year was that? I don't twenty, 20 I guess twenty thirteen or twenty fourteen, somewhere around there. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> Just, as you guys know, I am not married anymore, but this was a wild bachelorette trip. Would For you? Us. <laughs> we went to New Orleans. Nola, would you like to tell this story?
1: <laughs> Do I have to? <laughs> so we started the night perfectly innocently. We were all going to drink. Two of, one of us got roofied.
0: I think all, did she actually get roofied? I'm almost pretty got? sure. I, yeah. I don't know,
1: but the other of us. She was not,
0: she was not feeling good and had the secretly, good sense to, to tell us. She was us not and... feeling
1: great and wanted to go home. And. One other person in the party was secretly pregnant, had not told us.
0: Which still blows my mind. <laughs> like, that did no, we not know? We had no idea. We thought this, like the whole time this girl, we thought she was taking shots with us. And I she d- was not. Dumping them in the floor. Which tells her. you how drunk the rest of us were.
1: <laughs> and so she was like, I'll take her home. I volunteer. I volunteer as tribute, Hunger Games style. <laughs> and took the other one home. So that left a few of us to... 10 to Maverick, (laughs) so to speak, and as the night progressed, there was like literally, it went from like 7 to 3. It was me and her and one other girl, and I needed to go to the bathroom real bad, and I had been trying my best to be cautious, so I go to the bathroom in what bourbon street in new orleans and i come out and maverick is petting a horse cop's horse so i was like (laughs) we're going to jail alone with the horse and we're going to jail so i rein everybody in and we proceed to our house which is like 14 blocks away
0: (laughs) this is the part that i that blows my mind when i think about this
1: all of us are not within our right mind Barefoot,
0: and I will preface this by saying this was like almost a decade ago, and we were we were completely different people then, and we were (laughs) like I don't really drink anymore, but back then you know that's what you do on a bachelorette trip. So we were we were all like wasted at this point, leaving leaving the bar leaving the bar.
1: So I end up getting all of us close-ish, (laughs) close-ish, and we were we were having a good time, and Maverick and I end up puking, we'll, we'll say throwing up, into a trash can holding hands together <laughs> and have been friends
0: ever since. Oh, how did you guys become friends? We got wasted we and all threw up to together and held in hands while well, we, yeah, shared a trash can. Yes, it's a very romantic and poetic story. It's the best. <laughs> But I don't know, I guess it's just those moments that just kind of but bring we've you together.
1: Die hard since then. Yes. I would die for this girl, so <laughs> that's all that
0: matters. We yeah, we've spent over the years just so much so much time together. We've been on trips, lots yep. of vacations, lots <laughs> of girls' time. I feel like those are the friends. So many friends will come in and out of your life over the years. But I feel like you, everybody has those handful of friends that just, you know, like just, they're going to be in your life for forever. a long, long time. Yeah. Right. Like a forever kind yeah. of friend. And I've seen many people come in and out of my life. But I feel like you are one of those people. You can if rid of <laughs> I'm stuck with you. I'm going to haunt you for the rest of my life. Even if we didn't talk for like 10 years, I feel like I could call you up and we would like, just, hey, right. yeah, like, hey, bitch, what's, what's up? It? <laughs> I have not talked to you in 10 years. It's like I just saw you yesterday. It's, yeah. You know those people that just you yeah. will do anything for. Yeah. So obviously, when I was like, "Okay, we're doing an episode about <laughs> best and worst gifts," I have some stories.
1: <laughs> you have some stories. I have some stories. It's
0: <laughs> like, okay, you know who's who's gonna want to jump in <laughs> on this with me, Sarah? And some of your answers were all heart eyes and awes and very warm, fuzzy, heartwarming kind of feels and some of them were more on the side of total eyebrow raise or just honestly like a wow what the fuck I am here for the (laughs) what the fuck that is the only reason that I showed up here tonight (laughs) and I wanted to know more the story about some of these because I'm all about a good story so this is a total informal episode not scripted not written totally off the cuff a shooting gallery of movable mostly Christmas shit and two sarcastic middle-aged <laughs> women that have seen a thing or two talking about all of it
1: <laughs> until you talk about middle-aged
0: <laughs> so last year I did a thing on my Instagram where I posted a whole week of Christmas themed poems and musings that were all very tongue-in-cheek silly snarky and sarcastic and I called it snarkmas and I'd planned to do more of the same this year but I don't know it just never happened I didn't really feel inspired to write anything those words never materialized, but this did. Because
1: you're not snarky, because you're in love.
0: I'm, I'm too busy writing <laughs> sappy love poems. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Making my best friend puke. <laughs> but when I asked you questions about the best and worst gifts you've ever gotten, I was kind of floored by the response and thought it would make an interesting episode. So here we go. Without further ado, I give you a very merry miss, the podcast. I think we should start with some of our own best and worst gifts <laughs> oh, no. we've, we've received. <laughs> I'm, I'm really interested to talk about this and hear this. So let's see, as far as your list, what is the best or some of the best gifts that you have received?
1: Oh, girl, I'm a practical person. So if you give me a gift that I'm going to use forever, I am so thrilled with it. So my best birthday gift was my inversion table because i've got scoliosis so that thing i use every single day and i love it so much and it's the most
0: practical (laughs) gift ever those are the ones that stick around forever (laughs) forever
1: i've got a walk that i use all the time so any gift that you're going to give me that i use constantly i'm happy with
0: love that yeah i am a sentimental girl so anyone that makes me something or uses their artistic talents, I am all in. And freshman, freshman year of college, I had a guy that I was sort of dating and he wrote me a song on his guitar and gave me the sheet music for it. So let's see. Some of my other favorite gifts are basically anything that Jake has obviously given me oh, no. for my birthday. He-, <laughs> he took me to a cooking class. And then we had an overnight at a cabin. He has written me a poem in Italian. I know, right? I just, like, straight up, straight up melted. (laughs) We should all aspire to these things.
1: Excuse me while I learn Italian real quick.
0: (laughs) But also, worst gifts. Okay, let's talk about worst gifts. What is something that you've gotten that is just maybe a total what the fuck or just something that was... May, uh, maybe a bit of a head-scratcher for you.
1: So my least favorite gifts, or my what-the-fuck gifts, are when they are theoretical. Because that's been, that's happened more than once. Where I've gotten a gift, we'll say, where the person has been like, I'm buying you skydiving.
0: So gift is in quotes here.
1: Quote gift. Where they're like, "I you you want to go skydiving, so I'm going to take you skydiving except they didn't actually buy the skydiving tickets or do anything for six years (laughs) (laughs) that took me skydiving. Or your listeners do not know that I love my car so much and have modified it. And so I was given the gift of tinting my front windows, which do not match my back windows. So that was a Christmas gift that never actually got done. So now this year, four years later my parents are buying me window tent. finally cashing in on that gift. yes
0: yeah I wonder so. what would happen if these I feel like these are in the the same line as like coupons <laughs> yeah. that people would give you know things we would do when we were like seven and we gave yeah. a coupon to our mom like, that was like in
1: theory, scratches you know, or exactly like
0: good for one clean the house or something yeah. like that
1: that never actually happened
0: do you think our moms or our parents have a box of these somewhere it's- that's a hundred percent. They're going to pull these out one day and be like, "You, do you remember when? I'm going to cash this in now.
1: A hundred percent. They're going to be just like, do you remember when you were seven and wanted to give me a massage and a facial, so like here you go, here you go, and does this work
0: on on X's like all the the skydiving tickets? Yeah. If, if you were to go back to him and be like, so
1: it was three hundred dollars to get my windows to end, so I need that cash. Thank exactly,
0: <laughs> Th- these are the burning questions that I need answers to. <laughs> and in terms of some of the stories that you guys sent in, I posed this question on my Instagram a couple weeks ago, asking oh, I'm for. So pumped. For the best and worst gifts that you guys have received in terms of anything. Could be Christmas, birthday, anything. And there were some very interesting stories. So let's start with the sweet and sentimental. Paula said, artwork given by the creator, favorite candy shipped from out of state, an instrument she'd eyed for months, and tickets to see her favorite band.
1: Oh, 100% the band. Like,
0: I'm I feel like if somebody gave you gifts it for tickets to see, you know, the band, that one. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> if they're going to give me tickets for my 30th time to see my band. Mm-hmm.
0: That's like, I'm all in. Like, I'm, I'm yours. In. There's nothing I'm else yours. you have to do for me. <laughs> no. Leesman said, two date nights completely planned without my input.
1: Oh, If I don't have to think about it, girl, I'm in.
0: Like, I feel like many men out there need to take note of that. Just
1: if just I make plan the date. all the decisions all the time, so just plan the damn date. Like
0: Really. And it's it's not hard. No. But for some reason, for many people, this is a monumental task. I know.
1: Which is wild. I don't even care if we go to Chili's. If you're <laughs> planning the date,
0: then cool. Just I'm in. Make me dinner, something. Like I just, just, We
1: don't even have to go anywhere. Just say
0: Show up in my Put living. Put on yeah. your pajamas. We're going to your living room. I have planned everything. <laughs> it is all set.
1: I'm going to cook for you.
0: Oh, cooking! Yes, oh, I love a man that can cook. See? Yes, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not hard to please at all. <laughs> Vaughn said, "A past partner of mine took my key while I was at work and decorated my apartment with her friends." I love that. That has some that. some thought behind that, that. and yeah. some some planning.
1: Some planning because we had to in- like, we had to recruit the friends,
0: right? It's, there's a whole whole bunch there's, of moving pieces here, yeah. which is something I am very familiar with. And we had to with.
1: bond with the friends, which was even better. Yes. But also,
0: like, this could be kind of cr- borderline creepy if it's somebody <laughs> that you, you just started dating.
1: How long have we been together?
0: <laughs> and then you come home and your room has just been, like... <laughs> things are moved around and it looks completely different and you know that and someone like, was in your room touching we all of your first things.
1: date yesterday so that's
0: weird right like it's not somebody you just met on bumble last <laughs> yeah. week that now has a key to your apartment exactly so jake responded and for those of you that know and those of you that don't know jake is my boyfriend and he decided is to is this your re-
1: jake or my jake <laughs>
0: <laughs> Good question. This is my Jake, Fair <laughs> and he responded kindly with promoting and touting me the gift that I gave him, which was a Fayetteville Airbnb. Quote his words from another dimension. Because so, you're a badass
1: girlfriend. I, I am
0: a, a wonderful gift giver, <laughs> but this Airbnb for his birthday, I surprised him. I found this listing on Airbnb because I'm I basically live on that app. I feel like. And I came across this. That's actually true.
1: It's her best friend. I can. (laughs)
0: It's my second home. (laughs) I came across this listing that was, I believe, the name of it was something. The castle was in the name. It wasn't an actual castle, but it was basically enough. (laughs) (laughs) It might as well been a penthouse apartment, like the entire top floor of a very old historic building in Fayetteville, (laughs) which is like a no no name little tiny town in the middle of nowhere. And it It was was
1: historic buildings, though. I know. They'll get you everywhere.
0: Oh, it w- it was really cool. Like the architecture. You would have appreciated it for sure. Yeah. But the inside of this place was just what I imagine if someone looked on the inside of my brain would be like. There were <laughs> you can't see Sarah's face, you but she, she's giving me right some <laughs> some big facial expressions. Think a giant life size Chinese takeout container, like a Tutankhamun kind of tomb looking, <laughs> you know, those the things you see in a museum that's like the gold Egyptian mask yeah. coffin. Like, Yes. All the flair. Uh, there was a couple Christmas trees. And All the flair. I feel like this apartment was having an identity crisis, basically, because each Witch section... Which <laughs> <laughs> says a lot about me. <laughs> Every section was decorated, just completely different. And it was... I saw this listing. And I was just like, you know who's going to appreciate this, Jake? And he did. <laughs> so, and I'm so glad. Because anyone else might have been like, what, what, the, what fuck? the fuck? <laughs> yes. Exactly.
1: Except for the fact that you're soulmates and so attracted
0: right? <laughs> very much. He gets the inside of my brain, and I feel like I get his. So, <laughs> Amanda said, "This one's sweet: a basket of mom pampering gifts and freezer foods when I had my second child from a bunch of other moms. Because oh, moms that's get a it. good one. Yeah, that's
1: a freezer freezer foods is a good one for moms."
0: Honestly, I would appreciate that now. Like, I don't have time to cook dinner.
1: <laughs> Little seven. If, so. if somebody
0: is looking to get me a Christmas gift, just cook me a meal that I can slide in my freezer
1: and just be done. Yes, exactly.
0: No, no fuss, no mess. I've
1: got zero children and would appreciate
0: it. You have time on your hands too. You can make me some lasagna.
1: I got you. <laughs> it won't be lasagna. I got you with the meatloaf.
0: Though. I got- <laughs> I'm, I'm all for the meatloaf. <laughs> Tracy said, T-Rex cufflinks. That's just fun. That's a fun one. I like that.
1: I've got a friend who's super into dinosaurs, so I get it.
0: Amy said, my mom gifted me a favorite childhood book of mine last Christmas, and I cried.
1: Oh, that's, that's sweet.
0: That is sweet. That's a, that's a mom that's gift a for sure. a mom gift. That it's makes the, me a little... nostalgic. Yeah. Molly said... This is another good one. Another good mom gift: a T-shirt quilt that my mom hand-sewed for me. Wait for it. From all the T-shirts from youth to college, oh like the level gosh. that you have to even do keep to keep those, those, right? Right. Okay. I don't that's think I very sweet. That's that's a tall order for a mom. Yeah. I don't know if I'll be able to live up to that kind of mom level.
1: Oh, Aunt Sarah's got you.
0: <laughs> Are you saving my T-shirts?
1: I am. <laughs> it's forever.
0: Danielle said, "A book of poetry." girl after my own girl, heart girl
1: she knows mm-hmm. you
0: <laughs> also another gift if anybody wants to get me anything it's a, a poet, book of poems poetry is always a go-to
1: mm-hmm.
0: carrie said when i was 22 and broke all of my friends chipped in and got me an expensive pillow from anthropology that i was obsessed with for my apartment
1: oh anthropology is always a good way to go
0: and it's like so expensive i get it <laughs> I the, the prices you go in there candle costs more than your $90. <laughs> what? Look. Why? why? Can I pay
1: rent or buy this candle?
0: I have so many questions when I go in that store. <laughs> know,
1: but their clothes are oh. so
0: good. Mm-hmm. That's why I do a clothing rental, because I cannot afford uh, <laughs> like a $500 dress that Let's I will wear once. let talk about my
1: boutique that I go to once a month.
0: <laughs> Let's talk about where I get my clothes from. It's Target and TJ Maxx. Jenna said, a blanket my mom made me two years ago and the story behind it. Which now I I wish Can I knew we know what the, the story? story. Right, okay, right. Jenna, okay. we're gonna need a follow up on that exactly. one. Exactly. Okay, we're gonna switch gears here and jump into the worst gifts. Oh, I'm,
1: this is my I'm jamming to the worst gifts. All right, Drum roll for this.
0: Okay, Paula said she sent me a picture with this one. She got a bobblehead of a dog, and she said this is a bobblehead of my dog who is now gone, but was not at the time. I was horrified when I opened this. Horrified. I know she was trying to be sweet, but uh-uh. And I agree, it's kind of a strange gift, but would have been even stranger, honestly, and made for a better story if the bobblehead was of her face.
1: Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I have so many questions.
0: So she got <clears throat> okay. she got a bobblehead of her dog
1: uh-huh.
0: from, I don't know, her friend, I guess. They the gifted of, her. Of, and a- I said it would have been stranger if the friend gave her paula a bobblehead of paula okay, like of herself yes, or of the friend
1: because i feel like i would like a bobblehead of baxter
0: yeah i, I didn't think the dog was that weird that's I why i, I thought it would be it yeah. would be weirder if it was like of herself
1: of herself <laughs> yeah and i'm like no i
0: i guess it depends too like how much you love your dog too
1: because like leo and baxter are are people mm-hmm. are men The only men that have been solid (laughs)
0: in our lives (laughs) that have lasted as long as they have—they're still here. (laughs) If I were to give you a bobblehead of myself, that
1: would be—that would be weird. (laughs) That would be a little. I love you very much, but it would. Let me
0: just put you, you know, over my sink (laughs) while I wash dishes.
1: You're going on the mantle,
0: (laughs) (laughs) the coveted spot above the fireplace (laughs) that you can look at every Christmas as we gather around to open presents, like like an elf. Danielle said in oh, this was good. Ugly, expensive lingerie that I specifically said I did not want mailed to me from a guy she was dating. I feel like this is this is mm, tricky. How Especially long have we
1: been dating? They were not dating
0: for very long. Okay. And I believe, if I remember the story correctly, she had made it clear that she was not into him buying her lingerie and he did Which is anyway. There. Yes. So I feel like, like that if, for me is like a boundary been thing.
1: Like a a week. That's yeah, a but little weird.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And like you said, it's a boundary thing. Yeah. If, like, you've, if you've told if you've someone, said I don't
0: want this, or I don't like this, or I'm not into this, and then yeah. they do it anyway, that's...
1: And then if it's ugly lingerie... Right.
0: <laughs> also, if I remember correct- correctly, I think she said she took it straight back to Victoria's Secret, or wherever it came from, and then oh. bought herself something that she actually wanted. Was it so.
1: Victoria's Secret lingerie? <laughs> like, we're going big box store. <laughs> that's
0: even worse. Right. It's not the, you know, the nice... Yeah. Lacy, like, lacy expensive, expensive stuff now.
1: But I'm also a cheap girl myself, so if you're going to rip it off of me, I'm not going to pay that much for it. <laughs> True. I'll just be
0: honest. Yes, but let's see. This was a gift more for him yeah. than for her.
1: Don't buy don't buy a gift for you. Right. Unless you're yeah. buying me a gift for your birthday, don't yeah. don't do that.
0: And if you are buying lingerie for someone, make sure it's they something like yes it. that she is comfortable in. Yeah.
1: Comfortable that's Likes, what matters. Yes. Pretty. All the things.
0: And there, like, there's the range of taste here too. When we're talking about <laughs> right. lingerie, if someone is sending you lingerie in the mail. You don't know what the hell is showing up in that box. No. <laughs> Have you
1: been on Amazon and tried to?
0: Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. There's there's some questionable things there out there. There's some
1: situations on Amazon. Yeah. So don't.
0: Yeah, don't you just do that. don't assume. Just make sure, make sure you know you know your woman before mm-hmm. you do that. Also
1: make sure you know your woman's body shape. Yes.
0: We women are so particular about what we put on our bodies, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to lingerie. Mm-hmm. Amanda said, got dental floss in my stocking from a sales happy parent. This
1: just seems that's so not, random. That's not that's not a real
0: present it's not (laughs) that can't be this is like leftover stuff from halloween from the person that lives way tucked back in your neighborhood that is like oh shit it's halloween what are we giving out tonight (laughs) that's a cul-de-sac present in your stocking (laughs) what no don't do that don't give anyone floss tana said a rotten candy apple i have questions about this
1: wait what
0: that's all it said that's basically all it said a rotten candy apple
1: that's worse than the floss. Also, might have been <laughs> left
0: over from Halloween. How long was that there? We have questions. We need answers. <laughs> We're going to have to do a follow-up episode for some of these. Candy said, a pen and pencil set, which from was from a Dirty Santa gift exchange among best friends, where all the other gifts had meaning, except for this one that was like the womp womp. What do I need to get to bring to the Dirty Santa party tomorrow? Let's run down to the Dollar Tree and just grab something. I
1: have questions. Was your limit three (laughs) dollars?
0: Like I think, yeah, I don't think the bar was set very high for that. I feel like for Dirty Santa, there's so much. There's
1: there's a whole wide world of Dirty Santa gifts. You can do funny. You can do sentimental. You can do... Do you
0: do that with your family? Have you ever done... Yes. Like a Dirty Santa or yeah. a White... Ele- I'm not even sure what the difference white between White Elephant, elephant dirty and Santa, Dirty all the, Is they're the, all same? the same?
1: I think they're the same, but... So
0: girl, what? what is the concept? Eleven
1: nephews, of course, we've done that.
0: <laughs> like, what is the concept behind it? Everyone, like, brings a gift? You
1: set a limit, cost limit. We do $25, and then you just it's fair game after that point as long as you don't spend more than $25 you got it and so for me it's always been the most outlandish ridiculous I have bought $25 worth of fireworks before because I'm like I've got 11 nephews who like to set shit on fire <laughs> like, I
0: feel like that would be an excellent gift for a dirty right? Santa That's, I would love uh, to get some fireworks for exactly. a, a gift exchange like that
1: and I'm like and then they can set them off on New Year's and we're good but what else have I gotten? But I've gotten really good gifts on Dirty Santa, too. I've gotten, like, I have a bacon frying pan that was $25, but it has a grate. So you lay the bacon over the grate, and the juices drain into the pan. Nice. And the bacon fries perfectly. Now like, I it's want a... bacon. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so good. Um, I've gotten a lamp, a floor lamp before.
0: I almost thought you were going to say lava lamp for a minute.
1: I have gotten a lava lamp before. <laughs> Dirty Santa's is awesome because it's just fair game. It feels like
0: yeah, there's a whole range of things that can be in that.
1: Exactly. And it's you just have to be creative. And so if you're not creative, that's when you go to the store <laughs> the day you, before yes. and get and lottery you get the pen tickets and, or, or the pen, pen and pencil, and pencil set, Yeah. <laughs> like, right? Like, come on. If you if you're given a $10 limit, you you have a minute
0: to i would be perusing amazon for the most random random things. shit like it's... What, what can i find that's just gonna make someone go what <laughs> exactly. was this like a 3 a.m purchase after a bottle of tequila what's it going was. on here and
1: that's the best part is you get drunk spend ten dollars <laughs> like <laughs> and you're gonna have the best dirty santa gift
0: ever That's a game in itself. (laughs) Let's just spend money in the middle of the night not knowing what I'm buying. For no reason whatsoever. And see what shows up on my doorstep.
1: you just tell the person in your cubicle next to you, you don't know my family. Spend $10. Uh
0: Do it. I would love to see what shows up that way. (laughs) Amy said, okay, this one might have been maybe not the most what the fuck, but it's up there. She said, I was given... An open box of gluten-free pasta. An open... That's
1: not real. (laughs) That's not a true story.
0: (laughs) She tells me it is. An open box of pasta. Not even just like gluten... Specifically, (laughs) gluten-free pasta.
1: Who in your family did you (laughs) piss off with your dinner choices? That's
0: not... I think that's another last minute. Oh, shit. I have to bring something to the family Christmas... For That's not even your no third shit cousin. Moment. That... that
1: is like legitimately. Fuck, oh, I forgot about this person.
0: <laughs> I wonder too. How was this presented? Was it was the top of the box taped shut? Was it was it just openly just owning itself? Like, hey, I'm an open box. A did we pour gonna... it into
1: a container <laughs> just like it wasn't even in the box?
0: Was it in a bigger box and then like dumped all out in the bottom of the box? Like, I need to know. And when what what did she do with it? That
1: makes me feel so much better about every one of the gifts <laughs> I've ever given
0: people. <laughs> the bar was set really low really for some low. of these. Yes, Vaughn said, and this is this is all I got. There wasn't much to this story, but he said a pair of racist socks. And then when I when I responded back, I was like, okay, I, there's <laughs> a story in here, one way. right? Uh, he said it was a gag gift from his grandmother that was apparently meant for one of her ex husbands initially, and sounds like it was regifted. But I really want to know, like, <laughs> what? All
1: right, Vaughn, are you are you biracial? And like,
0: mm, I want to know what the socks said.
1: I have what? I have questions. Like,
0: and where does where would one even get race? Rac- was it like,
1: as someone who has biracial family members, like, I I I have questions. <laughs> I have so many
0: questions mysteries of the world we need to know.
1: We need you to follow up on that one a little bit. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I might have to. So y'all brought your A-game with the stories about gifts from ex-husbands and ex-boyfriends.
1: Oh, I'm so into
0: To which I see why they are now exes. JD Lynn said a thigh master from my now ex-husband right after I had given birth.
1: Fuck him. (laughs) Just all the way. Who Who does that? No." Absolutely not.
0: That's so incredibly insensitive.
1: If you gave birth, then your body is perfect. You
0: Unless I ask for a thigh master and you get me a thigh I'm gonna be super offended if it's not something I ask for. (laughs) Of all the things and (laughs) of all the
1: things, no. Of all the
0: timing as well. I would
1: just absolutely
0: no. Tommy said a vacuum, toaster, and Tupperware for Christmas from my boyfriend of two years. My twenties were dumb.
1: But did we like the vacuum? Because I've gotten a robot vacuum for Christmas, and it was pretty bomb because absolutely no one in my fucking house cleaned up after themselves.
0: so <laughs> Hence the need for that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Frank was the best gift I've been given.
0: But I don't know. Like, if you had been dating someone for two years and you got Tupperware as Tupperware a gift. Tupperware is not okay. And the a The vacuum, a toaster, though, like. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I guess depending on the level of technology. You met Tyler. Of he didn't clean vacuum. up after himself. <laughs> Come
1: on, that vacuum Mm -hmm. was the best gift I've ever been given.
0: Toaster and Tupperware. I don't know. It just seems a little mm -hmm, like Mm -hmm. there's there's some better things you could have gotten.
1: The Tupperware. What is this, 1950?
0: Like, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) What do you expect me to do with this Tupperware? What are you trying to say to me? Do you want lunch?
1: (laughs) Go fucking buy it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Bitch, I'm not making you a sandwich. (laughs) Carrie said. A self help book about how to keep your man happy from my high school boyfriend. Fuck,
1: fuck that guy. No. It was
0: supposed to be a joke that did not land.
1: It uh, absolutely did not land. No, no, that's no, not that, okay. Yeah,
0: uh, that's up in space somewhere. Uh, a self help book about better. how to keep your man happy. I.
1: I hope. I hope that that he's learned from that lesson. I mean, they're.
0: <laughs> High school, high school boyfriend, I feel like is going to be pretty clueless anyway. Got a, a long way to go there. Yeah, about about gift gifting.
1: Maybe he should get a book on how to
0: how to please, please your woman. woman. <laughs> yeah, of a sexual nature. I think a lot, a lot of men need some help there. All the men. All the men. <laughs> <laughs> many men are very clueless about women's bodies. <laughs> Shannon said, "For my sweet sixteenth birthday, my high school boyfriend gave me sandals with Jesus Christ embossed." in the bottoms so that when I walked on sand at the beach it would say Jesus Christ in every footprint. That's not. <laughs> That's not a real gift. I can't. That's not. It's going to be like straight like 20 minutes of us just laughing the entire time. Please tell me you're Jewish. <sighs> I
1: can't. Oh, that one should make the cut just because. And where, where did we get these sandals?
0: I yeah, like where do some of these things even come? Probably Amazon, honestly. Probably like, Amazon. If anyone's gonna have a litter <laughs> This must have been, I'm assuming, a very religious boyfriend. <laughs> I get like who who gets someone else? If sandal? you're married to
1: him, we're sorry.
0: <laughs> Sasha said my ex husband would always get me the cake he loved for his birthday. I hated that cake. And I responded to this one and I had to oh, know some more. She I, said yeah he loved these Swedish style cakes that felt like eating a dry sponge with strawberries and covered in peanuts for years. I told him I hated that cake and I never ate it on my birthday for 20 years. I got that damn disgusting cake. I, and I literally said, if I see that picnic tablecloth style cake box, I'm going to be so fucking pissed. Girl, and there it 20 was 20 <laughs> years, 20
1: <laughs> years. You put up, right? with
0: that. So she said for his birthday, she would get him her favorite cake.
1: Good. Good for you.
0: <laughs> and ended with he was a textbook narcissist still is.
1: Been there. Mm-hmm. Done that. Do you know how many times I ate cookie cake for my birthday because that was my ex's favorite?
0: Who does that though? Who gets when it's your birthday? It's your
1: birthday. And they get
0: what they want. For me,
1: get the damn cheesecake because actually my birthday,
0: I'm getting you what I want. Yeah. That's so insensitive to me. Like, it says you right. don't know anything or care.
1: Or care. About. To even put thought your into. Your significant
0: other. Exactly. Yes. But also, she told me.
1: I hope you never have had to eat that sponge cake oh, yeah. ever.
0: She's happily divorced.
1: Good. Good for her.
0: <laughs> and also mentioned that apparently he had been cheating on her for years. And she found a list. of, I guess names or something. I don't know. I told her oh. I need to have her on the podcast at some point because she has. Do it. She has some stories. But Do I it. I couldn't I would, believe I, people that like sucks. that yeah. exist.
1: So patient. For what did she say? Twenty years? Twenty
0: yeah, twenty years I guess. They oh were together and would get this cake every year.
1: That is bonkers to yeah. me. Like,
0: I don't think I would not Girl, like the, I the second year, year I'd be like five okay. <laughs> I
1: would have been at a restaurant getting my own dairy <laughs>
0: yes. Bringing the Dairy Queen ice cream cake <laughs> right? home and eating it exactly. by myself in the back We would have been
1: at Cheesecake Factory like one <laughs> bit.
0: <laughs> so we have a couple of longer stories here that I'm going to read. Annie said, in graduate school, I had a graduate professor who I adored but who also could be a lot. She told me I didn't have to get married just because all my friends were. She had to fight her way into a male-dominated career. So she meant well and was trying to show me support but her feelings were clear about my life choices. It's not like I was quitting my career. She just didn't like it. Anyways, she came to my wedding and left a gift. When I opened it, it was a large cleaning sponge, like the old kind you see in movies and stuff to wash dishes or wash a car. I don't know if she meant to send a message to me, but to me it said, good luck with your life of washing a man's shit and her distaste. It was simultaneously the weirdest and most harsh gift I've ever received. (laughs) I think I still have it somewhere and I never brought it up to her afterwards.
1: But she still has the sponge. <laughs> like she kept it. She I guess. knows what's going on. Yeah,
0: it's a reminder. Okay. Well, that's not a bad gift. It's just something weird. Weird. To get. It's a weird gift. Very weird, and tells what she really <laughs> thinks about yeah, right. relationships with men. Also, like just a very weird thing for a wedding too.
1: Bachelorette. Maybe. But, okay. I think like, that. Maybe a I bachelorette. Will bet that, yeah. yeah.
0: But like, as a wedding gift, you open a wedding
1: gift. Like you open it, and you're like,
0: "Yeah, especially do you with no with no everybody? note or anything, like, and you're just left to kind of interpret." Yeah, the meaning of it.
1: Even if you hate my my fiance, save that gift.
0: Save that opinion. Like that's a dirty Santa gift right there.
1: Like, leave those interpretations for the next five mm-hmm. years.
0: Christina said, "One year, I was opening a gift from my mother." I pull out to my confusion a bottle of ordinary honey. Not local or special in any way, just a plastic squeezy bottle of honey. I look at her confused (laughs) and she just smiles and says to keep reaching in the bag that it will make sense in a minute. So I reach in again and pull out a little jar of cinnamon. Again, nothing special about it, just some grocery store cinnamon. I flip the lid to see if maybe there's something like money inside and notice it's already been opened and used already, not filled to the top. I look at my mother again and she's beaming cinnamon and honey they're so good for you they have many health benefits like boosting your immunity helping fight heart disease she said and rattled on and on about these benefits meanwhile the rest of my family is howling with laughter at my unique gift my reaction and the fact that i didn't even get a new bottle of cinnamon which my mother explains well i happen to have two so i gave you the one that was already open but still very full. (laughs) Yo, what is what is with gifting grocery items that are open and used
1: if you're gonna get grocery items, like, at least buy a new bottle of honey. Is this a, you catch more flies with honey than you do you with know, Was like, there what?
0: a message behind Is this? Is there a message? I don't understand. Because it,
1: mom said that like, she was going to get it, and I don't think she got it. Right. Like I don't get it. <laughs> What's happening?
0: I feel like a lot of these people need to have Christmas lists. Right. And that's, these are the approved gifts. These are things I would enjoy and like. <laughs> not... Open or they boxes just need to like pull the cinnamon and me and, honey. Honey and say, let's not. We got <laughs> we're, we're not doing gifts <laughs> this year. Just,
1: we're, My present is your let's, gift. Let's just spend time together. Yes.
0: Let's just have Chick fil A and, <laughs> and take pictures a and record a podcast. Exactly. <laughs> Some of these things, I just have to ask why? What? Why? what? Seriously. One of like,
1: I mean, has she not been your mom for however long?
0: You've been but a yeah, life? she she needs those to get those like sentimental mom gifts. She needs to be pulling like out the knows. t-shirts she that knows. she's been keeping yeah. since you were a newborn baby and quilting those together. Right.
1: To be fair, I quilted my own sentimental gift last year, but <laughs> <laughs> same same difference.
0: Did you make a quilt?
1: I do. I have it. It's my band shirts from every year that I was in marching.
0: Is quilting different than sewing? Yes. How's I it-
1: didn't quilt my own. I gave them to a friend that can quilt. But,
0: oh, okay. Mm-hmm.
1: And But she took all of, so high school and college, they were the same school colors. So she took all of my band shirts from high school and college mixed with the school colors and made me a quilt.
0: See, that is thoughtful.
1: And it was very sweet.
0: That is thoughtful, and, like, you could tell that a lot of time and effort had to go into making yeah. something like that.
1: I had to give her the shirts by July so that they would be done by December.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. I love gifts like that. And it was awesome. Handmade I, stuff. I,
1: it's my favorite quilt. I don't – I'm going to frame it because I don't want to cover up with it. It was
0: such those, a good gift. Yeah, those, like, really personal <laughs> gifts that can you can really tell, like, somebody, yeah. like, oh, you know me. You, oh, know, you know me. Oh, know me. Yeah. yeah.
1: Those are the best
0: gifts. Yes.
1: Or even, like, I'm a practical girl, so, like, give me a gift I'm going to use forever. That's why my inversion table is one of my favorite gifts, because I use it every day.
0: Be careful what you say, though. I mean, you could argue, like, oh, you can use a sponge for (laughs) (laughs) months and months.
1: My robot vacuum. When I had a boyfriend that didn't clean up after himself in a black lab who shed 24 months out of the year.
0: That's just the gift that keeps on giving, because you don't have to do
1: shit. And I'm like... I didn't have to come home and expect Tyler to vacuum the house. Frank mm-hmm. vacuumed the house <laughs> for us. So that's fine. And yes, I named my vacuum cleaner Frank because it asked me to name him. And
0: that's like the practical Is it like voice thing. activated? Like you can respond mm-hmm. to? Like...
1: My favorite thing was I would say, hey, Google, turn on Frank. And she, see?
0: <laughs> Google is listening.
1: Sorry, I couldn't reach you. <laughs> and she would go, turning on Frank. And turn on the
0: vacuum cleaner. <laughs> i feel like i need to get one of those i have a i got a christmas tree an impulse buy at i don't know eight o'clock the other night so I like, I, it's almost christmas i should probably buy a tree for lily so i got a flocked christmas tree
1: flocked is the worst way to go
0: i know that now yeah,
1: i could have told you that beforehand
0: but they're so pretty They're so it's so pretty but now i see i should have also Glitter. impulse bought a robot vacuum yeah. Get glitter and like the the fake glitter snow everywhere, snow, all the things, yes. everywhere. Yes, as Lily was pulling out the ornaments of the bag, glitter everywhere, and it was all over <laughs> my yoga mat this morning. And I was trying desperately to clean it off, and no, I, it, it nope. no, it's there forever. Yep,
1: she's gonna be eighteen, and you're gonna be cleaning up glitter. I'm
0: still gonna be finding glitter. <laughs> yeah. so I had very glittery palms this morning when I was yep. doing my yoga. God God love her, like she was trying to help me put, you know, trying to put ornaments on the tree and just the little hooks, you know, that you put on the ornaments, like just full on dumped all of those out. (laughs) So I'm here trying to untangle all of the little, the little wire ornaments and put them back neatly in the box so we can hang the ornaments one by one and then girl steps on the box again and they go everywhere and i had to do that twice <laughs> oh. this is mom life while mom trying life. trying to keep my composure no, you're trying hard, really hard, to hard. Like, oh. yes the things things i love you so i feel like that could also be a podcast of things mom life. <laughs> yes mom life things children have done things children have said i have some stories that people have told me over Instagram as well when I've asked questions about that about especially
1: when they're in public Mm -hmm. (laughs) I have to take a shit
0: (laughs) at the most inopportune time yes I I have some stories of things Lily has done things she has said I don't this must be a child thing I swear every time we sit down to dinner like if we're out to dinner she waits until the food comes and then asks to go to the bathroom, yep. and it is always an emergency. 100%. <laughs> you couldn't have waited until after or, like, told me when we sat down. When we sat down. No. 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 It had to be. And it's like
1: a turtle situation. <laughs> <laughs> it's been there for a minute.
0: <laughs> it's time to go. Yes. The joys of parenting. <laughs> or aunting.
1: <laughs> been an aunt my entire life. Yes. Yep.
0: What about... Uh, Since we're on the subject of of gift giving, which is a love language, what would you say, what are your love languages? Mm. If you had to rank them, there's what, five of them, I think? There is
1: five. It depends on who the person is, but when it comes to you or any of my other friends, it is 100% going to be quality time. I just want to be with you in the space with you and your kids and just love on y'all. When it's my relationship, it's gonna be physical touch and quality time. We'll lead the physical touch out of that situation.
0: Um, <laughs> you don't want to do physical touch with me? What are you talking about? Why is that not topping your list with me?
1: I'm pretty sure that physical touch was what we did before this
0: podcast. <laughs> In fringe situation.
1: Totally platonic.
0: N S F W there. <laughs> Do you have one that's just like, in terms of love languages, you're just like, eh, take it or leave it? Gift giving. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay.
1: So my gift giving, I feel like, and some people do not feel that way, but for me, I feel like my relationships have excused bad behavior based on gift giving. Mm -hmm. So for me, I'm like, don't do that. Don't I don't want you to pay for anything. I've got me. I have got a degree. I've got a job. I can handle myself. So just be there. Be present. Yes. Hold my hand. Mm-hmm. Kiss my forehead. Do all of those things. All those things. little sweet things.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. And I will buy my own damn gifts.
0: I can buy my own damn laundry and sponges. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> exactly.
1: Like just don't. Just don't try. Don't and even so go there. that's my thing. And so for me it is hundred percent gonna be quality time forever. Whether it's the romantic partner or my best friend. I just want to be in the same space with you and enjoy your presence.
0: Same. I think quality time is it's up there. And
1: it's so rare. Yeah. Because we're all so busy. So.
0: Yes, in this day and age with all the technology and all the distractions. Yeah. It's hard. And the the whole like nine to five hustle grind culture mm-hmm. too with all of the demands on our time, it's yeah. it can be challenging to carve out those moments and for then each other.
1: For you, like split parent, so I only get so much time with Lil. So I just want to love on her when you have her and just yeah. be with you and her.
0: I think that's that's an important one. I think for me, quality time might be maybe number two. I think for me, as I've gone along my personal journey, words of affirmation has become like my number one. Like yeah. I love to be listened to and I love to listen I I want to hear like how you feel about me I'm a poet obviously so words it's just anything with words tell me I need to hear yeah. in a thousand and one ways but quality time is definitely up there too and yeah. then physical touch I think is probably number three you gotta have the touch if, in terms of you know romantic partners romantic. but yeah. I like a good solid hug too or a, a cry on a shoulder just session just a cry yes. session is good yes
1: but I feel like you've also been so supportive of my photography, like you in general. So I don't know like what love language that falls into, but just being supportive of your friends, like me buying your book or you wanting my photography, yeah. like there, there's some, some love language there that like makes your friend feel seen. And Definitely. And,
0: yeah. That support and that, that yeah. shows all those, all those ways that you show that you care Yeah, through support and encouragement. Coffee is also a love language, by the way. 100%. So, coffee and Chick-fil-A are in a, in a language. <laughs> coffee,
1: Chick-fil-A, and wine. Like, just Venmo <laughs> me $5 and let me figure it out after My
0: that. love language is Venmo. Here's, <laughs> here's my uh, QR code. Scan this. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I feel like there's so many other, like, love languages that we could lump in here that, yeah. that this list should be amended. It's interesting too to you see you put like, up how with my memes on Instagram. Meme <laughs> memes is definitely. But, yes. Like I've
1: sent you 98 today.
0: So <laughs> I think this is like definitely a thing among friends is we have our group that we just have we send memes back and forth all day long. But we've never actually There's worked. there's no conversation. <laughs> no it's conversation. just one person sends a meme and the other responds with another meme. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then if you have not checked that all day and then you log in and check your DMs at like Girl, 5 p.m <laughs> and it's
1: <laughs> you have 900 new notifications
0: <laughs> and you're trying to catch up on all of these like memes and reels and that that is most definitely a love language yeah yes the, the time spent there <laughs> picking out the perfect picking meme. out the
1: perfect meme to send to somebody yes.
0: it's like a secret language like yeah. how can i say this without actually saying this <laughs> so what are your plans this christmas which is in like three, what, what is the countdown now? Where are we at, like, eight days, seven days until Christmas?
1: Um, my countdown is so very different. So the man.
0: Girl has a new man. Girl has a
1: new man. Um, Does not work here. Or live here. Or, in general, even from here. So he comes up on the 21st and then we fly out the 22nd to go meet his family.
0: And y'all have been dating.
1: I don't even know. <laughs> a few months, but long enough that he seems to want me to meet the family.
0: That's serious, too. That's exciting. It's exciting. Meet I'm the parents. Nervous.
1: Like, what if they hate me?
0: Or what if it's like a meet the fucker situation? I
1: know there's so many unknowns. Um, so I'm nerve. I am nervous.
0: I think it's humanly impossible for anyone to hate you. You are the most like projectory <laughs> projector, like attracting everyone. No, y'all don't understand this woman could go to a bar in santa fe where she knows absolutely no one and will walk into the one applebee's that no one knows about sit at the bar and then she will run into like her grandmother's best friend from college and she will know someone who knows someone who knows someone who knows (laughs) she's that kind of person
1: so that's been fun because even the new the new boy has figured that out and he was like, well, is there a chance that we're going to go to Oklahoma and you're not going to be in love with someone that's already <laughs> so there? And we're not going
0: to run into someone that you know, that knows you? And... Nope. No. Nope. No. You're going to come back with a story like that. <laughs> yeah. you, do you know what happened? <laughs> we were in Walmart.
1: <laughs> we were in Walmart on the midnight that we got into town.
0: We were exchanging our toaster and lingerie <laughs> that showed up one day.
1: So all that to say, like, Oklahoma is the one place that I'm pretty sure I don't know anybody other than the architect that's built three buildings there that I plan to see while I'm there because that's me.
0: Have you ever been to Oklahoma before? No. I feel like that's also a state I have never
1: right? been to who, who or really to like Oklahoma? had
0: a a deep yearning to go visit. Well,
1: report back. <laughs> I'm
0: like girl, I went to this this town in Oklahoma, you have to go check it out.
1: It's awesome. <laughs> so, we fly into Tulsa at almost midnight. The, the boy's little brother is a big Subaru fan. And for those of you listening, I drive a modified Subaru and love it so very much. And so his little brother has volunteered to pick us up from the airport because he knows that I drive a Subaru.
0: Nice. So if You've got some common ground there got already. I've like Yeah, that's an in. <laughs> yeah. Use that.
1: So we've already got at least an in with the little brother. That's good.
0: That's yeah. always like nerve-wracking, though, meeting the the family for yeah the first time yeah. i'm not meeting the family for the first time but i am going to visit and spend christmas with the family for the first time
1: so he th- the man got married out of high school very early and then got divorced soon after and i am the first girl that he's brought home since
0: oh then. that is huge <laughs>
1: So that's where the pressure and the nerves and all of the things mm-hmm. come in because.
0: But I also that him. says a lot about like what he thinks about you if he's. It like, says a
1: lot about what he thinks about me, but I'm not sure that I think that's a, that about myself. <laughs> so we're having that difference in opinion where I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm nervous and scared and they're going to hate me. And he's like, has anyone hated you Yeah, ever? that's not. Yeah, that's not possible. They're,
0: no, they're going to love you. They're going to love you. I appreciate
1: that's my Christmas plans.
0: That's exciting, though.
1: And then I get to have the first New Year's that I've had ever. We'll see. Wait,
0: what? The so, first New Year's you've had ever? Yeah. Like, you've never celebrated I've New never Year's? I've never celebrated a New Year's. What do you do on New You just like sit home and oh, pass out at eight? Like, <laughs> pretty close. Most of my evenings, honestly. <laughs> no.
1: So we had, I dispatched ambulances for several years, and then after I turned 21, and then dated a guy with kids so we didn't celebrate we had the kids and then dated a guy whose birthday was new year's eve and he didn't want to do anything so the last party i went to on new year's eve i was 17 years old
0: oh my gosh yeah i feel like how how have i not known this i would have dragged <laughs> your ass out to a bar or something <laughs> minimum minimum yes <laughs> like, till 8 a.m get the sequins <laughs> right so i got my crown. first sequins this year like a sequin dress or what do you oh it's no a, you you sent me I sent yeah you right? showed yeah, me so, so okay so what did you decide on for we're
1: doing the backless sequin situation?
0: oh y'all have to see this outfit it is all good <laughs> the, it's yeah the it's like an open back right Open
1: back very conservative on the front but then we're wearing leather leggings Yes.
0: business in the front party business in the in back the front, all the way
1: 100% party in the back yeah but I got a pretty back so I feel like I can pull it off
0: yes I love outfits like that where it's just the back it shows yep. off the like the back is a very sexy part of the body right it's and very people understated sleep on it. like yeah, people do <laughs> people do sleep on the back. Like, well okay. <laughs> okay. yes, <laughs> I mean, <that> too. <laughs> but it's yeah it's such an understated right? beautiful elegant part of the body
1: and i feel like most women don't realize that men are extremely turned on by the back
0: yeah i think so too because we yep. always
1: think like ass and boobs, like mm-hmm. that's all we
0: think. Right? Or a you know, leg, leg man. There's a lot of leg men out there too. There's a
1: little, yeah. There's yeah, also like, feet like, men, so mm, we won't get into yeah. that.
0: Just a whole other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have never been feet kind of gross me out, honestly. Yeah, I'm not. I've, you know what else I think is I don't really have sexy though mean, so. is like shoulders. I, shoulders. I think like if you're wearing like um a sweater or something that's like off the shoulder. That's cute. Yeah, I think but shoulders also, are sexy.
1: Like, I'm pretty sure my favorite part of a man is shoulders shoulders.
0: yeah i like some good arms like some nice arms some
1: muscular arms and shoulders
0: yeah a nice pair of arms which is (laughs) okay this makes sense too because you're a gemini like me and Mm -hmm. gemini what each zodiac sign rules a part of the body Mm -hmm. gemini rules over i believe it i know it's the hands for sure and I think it's also arms. Well, so that makes like sense why we're, man, yeah, why like, we're attracted to, like, the arms and stuff. And also, I talk with my hands <laughs> so much. You do. <laughs> As I'm sitting here, like, talking, waving your... my hands around at the table. Yes. I, don't know, I find that so interesting. There's just different, different people resonate with different parts of the body.
1: Which is very, that is true. Because I feel like there are maybe even star signs, but I know there are women out there that, like, touch me, feel me, manhandle me.
0: Yeah. And then
1: there are women that are like, no
0: Don't fucking don't c- t- 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 don't <laughs> uh-huh. do any of it. Nothing. No. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, everyone's into something different. Yeah. That that most definitely could be its own podcast. Circle back. <laughs> Check back with me in a couple months. We'll see where that one's at. People that can talk all about sex on here. Yes. And <laughs> know all the ins and outs. What is your favorite part, maybe physical attribute, about? Your man about Jacob. Physical. Physical. Yeah. Okay. Let's do physical and then like a not like a okay. a tr- personality trait or something.
1: Physical. He has the most beautiful blue eyes in the entire world. Oh.
0: he has that in common with Jake. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and it just absolutely like melts me. Um. He's got really forceful hands too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Those damn hands again.
1: <laughs> just, just do what you want. With me. <laughs>
0: okay what about um like a personality trait or like something he does or
1: I, I guess it's a personality trait but also maybe not but he is forceful without being forceful like he is gentle with it but also will like let me know what he wants and when he wants okay but in a gentle way
0: that seems like that's a very complicated balance to maintain. Like and
1: a... I, I appreciate it so much. Yeah. And so I I genuinely really, really do appreciate it because he also takes into account, like, where my boundaries are and makes sure that he knows where those
0: are. That's so important in a man to, yeah. to know those boundaries. Yeah. And so... he
1: really has listened and, like, learned those boundaries in the time that we've been.
0: I feel like it, t- it took me personally a long time to learn like Learned what your own what boundaries. my exactly what yeah. my boundaries were so because
1: for someone else to learn those mm-hmm. is incredible
0: yeah to to even just communicate that yeah. in itself is can be a huge task it's a big ask
1: it is and it is a a massive ask to someone who you've only known for a little while
0: yeah like it can be very awkward there in the beginning too like do I say this do I yeah. not say this
1: and even for that person like do I ask this? Do I expect this? Do I, like, I can't imagine from the other side of it how uncomfortable that might have been.
0: Right. Yep. Yes. How long are you guys going to be for spending Christmas together?
1: So we fly out on the 22nd and then we come home on the 26th to meet the whole family. His uncle owns an antique store and so they're taking me there but his whole family apparently knows that I love antiques and
0: antique furniture. Oh, that's so, so sweet. I know you guys are going to have an amazing time and I cannot wait to hear about <laughs> all of your Oklahoma adventures and, and your escapades up there I and how, how, whole, how the like, family musical in my brain, like, oh, <laughs> There's There's going to be some moments for sure mm. and what he's going to end up getting you for Christmas I know. and what how just, your gifts are gonna go over because i already I already know it i'm not gonna say it but i already know what what you got him but we'll hold out for that that crown that he's gonna weld you <laughs> because apparently he he welds hey, well. things so we'll see We'll see. <laughs> so i hope uh you have a great christmas and thank you so much for joining me on this episode that thank is just you for uh, having me. i feel like this whole time we've kind of just been like throwing just spaghetti true. at the wall and seeing what sticks here <laughs>
1: all got to listen to the
0: best friend podcast yeah. which is you know it's not this all is that how all of exactly our... it's, it's not all that unlike how our normal conversations <laughs> normal go conversations. it's just a whole barrage of things
1: <laughs> there is no complete conversations ever had between us yeah
0: but thanks for tuning in and i'm sure i have no doubt that you guys will hear sarah again on the podcast soon Love you,
1: Nina.
0: Thanks for sticking around until the very end. If you enjoyed this nonsense episode and you'd like to help support my one-woman, sometimes two-person show, please, for the love of whatever you believe in, subscribe and share it on social media or leave a rating and review. I know 99% of you won't, but seriously, that's the best thing you can give me. It takes two seconds to click a star on Spotify or push this out to your story. If you loved it, share it. If you hated it, please tell everyone how much you hated it so they can come see for themselves how much they hate it too. If some part of you is even the slightest bit intrigued, because God knows I post some way stranger things on social media, please follow me on Instagram at Mav Let's connect. My DMs are always open and there is nothing I love more than a random out of the blue meme. If you want to stay up to date on the latest events, books, and podcast episode releases, I would say sign up for my newsletter on my website maverickmalone.com, but I know you won't. So again, social media is the place. Thanks again and I'll see you next time. still here? You're that person that sticks around at the end of the movie after every single credit has already rolled, hoping there's some cryptic clip at the end of a sequel or something, aren't you? I get it. Maybe the timestamp on the episode gave it away if you've been watching that little bar roll through the music, but there's still 10 minutes left and you're like, wait, there's no way there's just 10 minutes of solid outro music. So you're sitting around at the end here, sipping your lukewarm coffee that you really want to reheat but are too lazy to hit pause right now and go put in the microwave because some part of you is really intrigued what the hell this is. So you're still here watching that bar go and listening to me now drone on and on about absolutely nothing because at this point maybe it's a bit of a social experiment seeing how long I can get you to sit there and listen to me ramble on about nothing. Okay, okay, I got you. When you're here, you're here as the AI generated Olive Garden commercial goes. And if you haven't read that gem of a transcript, Google Keaton Patty, K-E-A-T-O-N, P-A-T-T-I, Olive Garden Commercial. Moving on, since you are here, and I'm fresh out of pasta because I already re-gifted my last box of it to someone who was very far down on my list this year, and your tastes in lingerie are too questionable for me to venture into that part of the web, I will give you this instead. A very dramatic reading of something I wrote last year for Snarkmas. So here we go. Merry Christmas. On the final day of Snarkmas, a poet read to me, an insanely unrealistic but soon to be made for TV movie, a very cheesy Christmas. The initial scene opens as a meet-cute at the Starbucks of a packed super target where a young divorcee swipes someone else's coffee order that just happens to belong to the only tall, handsome, single stranger in the place, and not the two balding middle-aged accountants, the one elderly couple, or the four impatient mothers with children, ages ranging from two to 13, each of whom are all either screaming, whining, or rolling their eyes. Said stranger is, of course, a second-grade teacher with a heart of gold and has big dreams of running a charming mountain resort in northern Vermont, But like I said, he's a teacher, living in America, God bless him. So yeah, that's not happening anytime soon. They're both inevitably alone on Christmas Eve and decide that caffeine and Target is the perfect way to spend it before retiring to their respective quiet nights of flannel and mac and cheese cups. Honestly, they're not wrong. She grabs the coffee and heads in the direction of the kitty litter aisle, because what kind of movie would this be if the single woman didn't own at least one cat? Spoiler alert, she owns four, and they are all named after Golden Girls. He follows her, trying to catch her attention, and they begin talking, bonding over some nonsense about a shared love of fluoride-free toothpaste in the toiletry section. The not-date progresses to the frozen food aisle, and they joke about how their first official date should be nuking chemical-laden processed frozen lasagna in the microwave and sitting by the fireplace that neither of them have. Things escalate quickly when they get the idea to buy one of those fake heaters that looks like a fireplace. So he's standing in line with this heater and she has a handbasket full of lasagna, litter, and Orbit gum because she forgot the toothpaste and she's not backtracking through the Christmas crowds. And even though she only just met this person not even an hour ago, She decided it's a perfectly sane idea to go to his apartment because she has never once listened to a My Favorite Murder podcast episode and thinks this is some kind of ridiculous Hallmark movie someone had the audacity to greenlight. So he shows her around his apartment, the modern, posh downtown one that he miraculously affords on a teacher's salary, and they set up the heater and proceed to eat the whole pan of lasagna. Somehow, neither of these middle-aged millennials gets indigestion, heartburn, or emits a single embarrassing noise from their bodies the entire silent night, despite having just eaten an insane amount of cheese in one sitting. It's a Christmas miracle. It begins to snow. Even though it was just 55 and sunny, it is now dark and blizzarding its jingle balls off so much that she is trapped in the strange man's apartment for the night. They decide to watch some overly romanticized Christmas special that never should have made it to production, and as the night goes on, they realize they are falling for each other. He offers her the bed and takes the couch instead, but she insists they can share. He is adamant about pretending he's not a red-blooded American male who hasn't thought about the possibility of sex even once all night, because that's realistic, but she is persistent, so the last thing we see is four feet at the base of the bed and the suggestive drop of her dress. The scene fades to black and opens again with a close-up of her eyes and face, still perfectly made, not a single cat eyes wing or hair out of place, because that's realistic. It's Christmas day and she gets a call that her elderly aunt Gertrude has been in a car accident and they race to the hospital. Even though she has lived in this town since she was 12 and could call any number of close relatives or friends for support, somehow this random stranger seems to be her preference. They wait around the hospital for the news and receive word within the hour that Gertrude has passed. Things escalated quickly. There is an immediate reading of her will. Very quickly. They discover the aunt had a secret stash of investments and has left everything to only her, even though she has two other sisters. She's the Marsha of the bunch, apparently, as well as extended family in the area. She's been drowning in 100K of student loan debt for her useless degree, even though she graduated over a decade ago. Hashtag America, and has been living paycheck to paycheck, but now has money to throw at Uncle Sam. She is giddy at the idea of sending a cheerful, personalized check printed with kittens and signing it with a big fuck you. Our two lovers kiss under the mistletoe that happens to be hanging in the doorway of the hospital room. All is well with the world, minus Aunt Gertrude, but no one really liked her anyway. She was basically the female version of Cousin Eddie and gave everyone socks and thinly veiled insults for Christmas. And after that stunt of playing post-mortem favorites, the rest of the fam flipped her the bird and said good riddance. With her newfound fortune, our main character even has money left over and decides to gift it. Not to either of her siblings, no, this family really gets off on spite, but to this handsome stranger with the heart of gold. She invests in his mountain resort idea and one year later, they are married with twins on the way a blatant foreshadowing of the inevitably terrible sequel, worse than the first, because yes, challenge accepted. As for the vacation enterprise, it is wildly successful and reached Instagram hashtag verified status overnight. It went viral after a popular YouTuber famous only for posting five-minute videos of blind taste tests of disgusting mystery foods in gift-wrapped boxes, stayed there and posted a reel of himself doing TikTok dances by the fire. Suddenly, everyone else had to book a stay and do TikTok dances by the fire, too. Because this is America, have you been paying attention? The final scene follows the happy couple as they exit the bustling lobby and make their way to their own room, where there is an elegant fake fireplace. From Costco this time, not Target, because upgrade. Room service comes in and slow-mo lifts a silver-domed platter to reveal a steaming tray of Stouffer's. The woman giggles and fawns over her new husband and cracks some sort of festive sexual innuendo that it will not be a silent night, to which her husband agrees, knowing full well how much flatulence and morning sickness this poor woman has endured for months now, but hey, she is offering and he is nothing if not an opportunist. She walks into the bedroom and he follows. They close the door. As the credits begin to roll, we get a bonus clip of the door opening slowly. The man exits in Christmas boxers and a Santa hat to wheel in the tray of lasagna, which so far has been the only realistic part of this whole film, because only a monster would let an entire fresh pan of lasagna go uneaten. The door closes, and the screen goes black. A rock and roll mashup of three beloved Christmas classics and two U2 songs plays. Songs that have absolutely no business being in the same compilation, and were definitely curated as a complete afterthought to make this movie quote, cool but mostly because the film was so low budget that U2 songs were all they could afford and no one got the memo that U2 is in fact not cool. The rest of the credits roll. We noticed that Jason Sudeikis and Bill Hader apparently both had cameos in this movie and begin racking our brains for which scenes they may have appeared in. We would rather listen to Grandma's rehashing of her day told entirely from the point of view of her three cats than watch this garbage again, but we're compelled to replay the entire thing purely for the purpose of Where's Waldoing every scene, just to pacify our insatiable curiosity and find the incredibly well-hidden Jason and Bill. Naturally, the second screening requires lasagna. And scene.